0: Welcome to the podcast of Life Change Church, where we exist to love people to life change. We hope that this podcast is both challenging and encouraging to you. Enjoy the message. Well, hey, good morning, and I'm excited again you're watching as we continue Church Online. And again, we're going to be doing this as long as it's not safe to meet in person. And just so you know, as as followers of Christ, as Christians, we are placed under the authority of God but we're also placed under the authorities of the government as well. So we were going to abide by government standards. We're going to abide by what Governor DeWine says and what the CDC says as well. So we will be meeting online to at least April 30th and then we'll let you know uh, from there as well. But I do want to just add one more announcement uh, as for today. Again, one way we want to connect with you is, is we want to continue to be praying for you. And we tonight are going to do something that's a little bit different. We're going to do something that hopefully is pretty cool as well. But we want to be praying for you tonight at 6 p.m. And we're going to do really a drive-by prayer or a drive-through prayer, if you would. So if you have a prayer need, if you just want somebody to pray over you, what we're going to do is we're actually going to open up our parking lot. And we are actually going to pray for you. We'll have gloves on. We'll have a mask on and we ask that you stay inside your car. If you just want a general prayer, you could actually keep the windows up and we'll just pray over your car, your family, anybody that's in there. But if you have a specific prayer, you can roll the window down and just let us know. But we want to pray for you tonight. So we're going to do that tonight at 6 p.m. and we'll do that to about 7 p.m. So 6 to 7 p.m. tonight right here at the church. 4588 Marion Road, Newark, Ohio. We'll do what uh, we're calling drive-through prayer. So hopefully if you have time and you have a a prayer need, we want to be praying for you. So we'll have uh, a few specific people praying. That again, we'll be protected and we'll protect you as well. And really what we are, we're jumping into a brand new series entitled Protect Yourself. Right? Again, how many of you right now know a little bit about protecting yourself? Again, we are in this, this crazy time of COVID-19. And for many of us, uh, we, we really, just to go outside, we have to protect ourselves. Right? We have to do certain things. We have to, to make sure we're okay, right? I mean, just to go to the grocery store, there are certain things that we need to protect ourselves, right? Now, I've got a few of these things here right now as well. So, again, hand sanitizer is a must, right? Hand sanitizer, so one thing, always put that on. Right, before we go to the grocery store, we're doing that. Then we get our, our mask. How many of you got a nice mask? Listen, if you got a nice mask at home or if you got one that looks cool, we want you to share it with us. Let us see what it is. But we get our mask on and then we've got our gloves. And listen, now we're ready to go to the grocery store or more hand sanitizer on top of the gloves. Okay, that might be a little bit crazy, right? But I'm just saying it gets pretty nutty out there and we need safety things. So again, hand sanitizer is a must. And I'm telling you what, I found this meme that was pretty funny that I liked. You want to check it out right here, right? In 2019, those uh, AirPods, those were the big deal. Now we're talking hand sanitizer. Some of you guys are thinking like, dude, I don't use any of that stuff. I just go out. I go out in the store and I roll with it, Right. And then some of us, again, we're on the other end of the spectrum where we're like doing all sorts of things for protection, right? We're kind of like, kind of like these things here, right? Here's a, here's a makeshift mask. Somebody just throws some underwear on their face, right? Here's another one. Oh, there's one with a feminine product on your face. That's a a game plan to try to make that work. And we'll go with another one as well. That's some antivirus action right there. That's, now that's pretty funny stuff. I don't know about you, but I thought that was funny anyways. And then finally, let's look at this last one. This last one is great, right? Oh yeah. There's a bottle over top of your head on that one. And listen, for me, I would probably need like the Culligan bottle or, or we could do this, right? This is what I'm talking about. This is protection at its very finest. Okay. Well, regardless of where you are, the truth is, we're at a time where we need to protect ourselves from certain things, right? Again, whether it's COVID-19 and, and we're using the, the hand sanitizer or whether it's just buckling our seatbelt up, whatever it is, right? We want to do the best to keep us safe, right? We want to do the best to, to protect us. And again, we want to protect ourselves spiritually as well. And in fact, we're, we're called to protect ourselves spiritually as well. Which is what this series is all about. And we find these instructions, we find these instructions in Ephesians chapter 6. So if you have your Bibles, go there with me to Ephesians chapter 6. And if you don't have a Bible, we actually always challenge you to download the Version Bible app, which is just an incredible resource to take with you wherever you go, right? You can put it on your phone. You can put it on your tablet. There's actually reading plans as well. Where, where you can be reading the Bible every single day. It'll actually send you a reminder as well. Now in this passage of scripture in Ephesians chapter six, there's a guy named Paul who was writing to the church in Ephesus. Paul, again, is the same guy that, that used to persecute Christians. But then he had this incredible encounter with Jesus, right? And after that, he was never the same. In fact, after he had this encounter with Jesus, he went on to share the good news of Jesus with everybody that he came in contact with, right? He started churches, he, he encouraged churches, and he, in the book of Eph, in Ephesians, really, he's encouraging the church in Ephesus, right? He was encouraging to, to, live a life that was Christ-like. He was living, encouraging to, to live a life of really unity together. He was urging them to live a life of a Christian. And he knows that at the same time, there's some struggles that comes with that, right? At the same time of, of living this life, there's some things that, that can try to hinder us, right? So it's important that we protect ourselves from these things. And this is what we see here in Ephesians 6, chapter, chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. So check this out. Verse 10 says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And just a side note, it's not saying that we strengthen ourselves by ourselves, but we strengthen ourselves through God. Right? Our strength comes from God's mighty power. Our strength comes from the Lord's mighty power. Right? So be strong in that power. And then verse 11, it says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. I right, put on the full armor, not just a little bit of it, not just a piece here and there, but, but put on all of it, which this is what we're going to do over the next several weeks. We're going to keep coming back to all these pieces that we need to put on because number verse 12, it says this for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers And against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Right? Now this is some pretty interesting stuff. Right? Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Right? But it's against the ruler, it's against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. Right? This sounds like some pretty crazy stuff. In fact, if you look at it, this sounds like the start to like a Marvel movie or something, right? This sounds like some pretty crazy stuff, but this is what's happening. And for many of us, this is where we are, right? For many of us, this is where we find ourselves today. We find ourselves really wrestling with with things that that aren't of this flesh and blood. For some of us, we're stuck in a place of loneliness, right? And it's legit spiritual wherefore. Right? For some of us, we feel like Satan is attacking us. In fact, there's a quote by, by Martin Luther, who's a, a German theologian and one of the most influential figures in, in the Protestant Reformation. And he said this about loneliness. He says, by all means, flee solitude for the devil watches and lies and wait for you most of all when you are alone, right? That's the power of the darkness right? That's the spiritual forces of the dark world. And for some of us, this is where we're living, right? In this times, this is some scary times because many of us, we find ourselves there. We find ourselves maybe in a place of loneliness. This is why it's so important to be the church in moments like this. This is why it's so important to still connect. This is why we have Zoom calls for our life groups. And if you're not in life group, I would challenge you to jump in, or you could jump to our website where it says, Hey, how to get connected, go to the life groups page. There's actually, there's Zoom call links right there. So you can jump in right now i believe the devil is trying to make us feel make us feel lonely but we can still rise up against them in fact as a church big c churches all across this community all across the state all across this nation they're uniting together so that we are playing a part to fight those forces right and here's what we do to fight them in our, in our lives we need to put on the full armor of god which starts right here in verse 13 check this out therefore Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. This is how we protect ourselves, right? This is how we get through this. This is how we're going to get through this. This is how we walk in strength. And it's with the full armor of God. And today, what I want to do is I want to talk about truth. Again, if you look at it, verse 14, it says, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. And in this time period, Paul was writing to the church in Ephesus. And really, this belt, what it did, it it symbolized really some freedom, right? Freedom to actually be able to move, freedom to actually be able to fight back. See, many of the Roman soldiers, they wore a, a loose tunic around their, around their waist, right? And around themselves. So that loose tunic would actually get in the way of hand-to-hand fighting. So the belt during that time period wasn't really used to keep their pants up, but what it was used for, it was used to keep the tunic tight, to cinch the tunic so that it wouldn't restrict their movement. Again, giving them freedom to fight back. Giving them freedom to protect themselves. Right? Paul uses this belt as a metaphor really showing that when we We can get held captive by the lies and the things that we believe, the lies that we tell, the lies that that we listen to, the lies that we live in. But when we have the belt of truth, we can live in freedom. In fact, this is what I want us to get. This is what I want us to understand today. And if you walk away with nothing else, walk away with this. The lies we believe keep us in bondage, whereas the truth we know sets us free. The lies we believe keep us in bondage, but the truth we know sets us free and our truth is found in jesus he is the way the truth and the life that is who he is our truth is found in him and we need to put the the belt of truth on right we need to have jesus in our lives in fact jesus said this about himself in john chapter 8 verses 31 through 47 Here's a story about Jesus, and, he, and he's talking to the Jewish believers at that time here. In John eight thirty one, it says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Here's the problem, though. Sometimes we don't realize what's true and what's not true. Right? Sometimes we don't even realize what, what's holding us back. Sometimes we don't even realize what, what's keeping us captive. Again, in this passage of Scripture, I think it's interesting and because it shows just that. Here's Jesus, and he's teaching to, to this Jewish community that, for the most part, believed in him. But as Jesus often does in all of his teachings, and Jesus often does in all of his lessons, he's pushing them, right? He's stretching them. He's trying to grow them. And he's giving them some idea that, that really didn't settle too well. In fact, many of them, they actually responded almost in, in argument with Jesus to this idea. Verse 33 continues on and says, They answered him. We are Abraham's descendants and we have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? For this crowd, these people are thinking like, man, we're not physically held captive by anything, right? We're not physically held captive by anyone. We're the, we're the, we're the heirs to Abraham, right? We're descendants of Abraham. We're chosen people, right? But they still were held captive by something else. They still were held captive really without even realizing they had become held captive to sin. Just like many of us, they've been held captive to sin. Again, check out verse 34. It says this, Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but but a son belongs to it forever. If you look at it, Jesus was saying that they were slaves to sin. And just like many of us, we're slaves to sin as well. And sin has this way of lying to us. Sin has this way of really deceiving us. And what it does is separates us from God. It takes us out and it it removes us from that sonship we have with God. It separates us. Right? it means that there's no permanent place in his family. And these are some tough words, right? These are some harsh words. And this is where many of them found themselves in this crowd thinking like, no, this can't be. Because for them, they thought the law was bringing them back to God. Right? They were trusting the law. They were trusting the rules and regulations that, that they had put into place. But really what it was, it was a lie that was holding them captive. And Jesus pushes on them and he tells them more. And he's telling them that he is the truth. right? That he is the freedom. He is the way to God. Right? And not, not that he's coming to abolish the law, but he's coming to fulfill the law completely. And again, last week we celebrated Easter, the fact that the tomb was empty, with the fact that the, the grave was defeated. And it was defeated because he not only conquered death, but he conquered sin as well. Right, And this is what he's saying. Verse 36, he says, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. He's telling them that they'll be free. And this is huge. right? He's telling them that, that they, they have a new lineage. Right? They they have a new lineage, but again this this upsets many of the Jewish believers. Right? In fact, as they continue on, they they continue to argue about it, right? And it's a big deal for them, which it makes sense, right? Our heritage is a big deal. Uh, their heritage, it was their way of life, it was their norm, and what Jesus is saying is going a little bit against it, but not necessarily against it. It's more in fulfillment of it completely, but they weren't fully understanding. And I think sometimes that's what happens in our life. I think sometimes we, we feel separated because of the lies we're listening to because we don't understand the truth. Because sometimes it goes against the norm. And when something goes against the normal way of life, what do we instantly do? We instantly push back. And think about it. Isn't that often what keeps us stuck? The fact that we're, we're clinging to something else. Right? Oftentimes what we're stuck in is, is the fact that we're restricted to something that we can't get over. And for some of us, that's where we're at. For some of us, we're stuck in, in these lies that we've been telling us ourselves for, for years. For some of us, we're, we're stuck in these half-truths that we've been telling ourselves for years, and, J, and Jesus is just waiting for us to reach out. Right? Jesus was saying some big statements, but there are statements that lead to freedom because he is the truth. And he's warning us not to get held back by lies, not to get stuck by lies, because what those are, it's Satan's scheme. Listen, lies are part of Satan's plan. They always have been. They always will be. There's nothing new that he doesn't try. One of his go-tos is always lying. In fact, Jesus says this in verse 44 about those living in lies. He says, you belong to your father, the devil. Satan is the father. He's the the father of lies. That's who he is. He says, you belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. This is some pretty intense stuff. For some of us, this is where we find ourselves. We find ourselves living in lies. We find ourselves living in, in lies of the past, Right? regretting the things that we do. Listening to the lies of our weaknesses, thinking that's who we are now. Listening to the lies of our mistakes, thinking that we can never get over them, right? Thinking that we'll never get past them. For some of us, we we think that we're living in these lies that we will never be good enough. I mean, think about it. Right now, during this COVID-19, for some of us, we're listening to the lie that we're not a good enough teacher for our kids. But here's the truth. It's what we're called to do. It's how we were created. God designed us to be parents to train up our child and go the way that they should, right? But for some of us, we're listening to these lies. For some of us, we're listening to these lies that the, that the world is falling apart. But the truth is, God still has the whole world in his hands. He's still the creator. He's still the maker. He's still the, the provider of everything. He's still the author of the world, right? For some of us, though, we're listening to these lies too, that, that our finances are wrecked and that we won't be able to, to make it to next week. But the truth is, God is still our provider. Satan speaks in his native language. And he's a liar. Lying and deception are a part of who he is. Lying and deception are a part of of his plan. And if we find ourselves living in lies, we find ourselves unprotected. We find ourselves unprotected, and chances are we find ourselves beaten down. We find ourselves feeling abandoned. We find ourselves feeling let down and hurt because that's what lies do. They hold us back. They hold us down. They hold us in captivity, not allowing us to fight. Listen, this time right now, I'm COVID-19. Satan wants nothing more for us to believe a lie. He wants nothing more for us to be unprotected. He wants us to listen to those lies of fear. He wants us to listen to those lies of anxiety. He wants us to listen to those lies of worry. He wants us to listen to those lies of, of loneliness, of, of, of abandonment, right? Of, of devastation, because that's who he is. He's the father of lies. But here's the good news, is we have the truth. We have the truth, and we can put the belt of truth on. We have Jesus, and we need to protect ourselves, and we do so with the belt of truth. And here's how we do it. If you skip down to verse 47, it says this, whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Listen, to put the belt of truth on, we need to hear what God says. Whoever belongs to God hears what he says, and we need to hear him, right? We need to listen to him. We need to listen to his truth. And listen, this is how we do this. We can listen to God. We can hear God through prayer. Listen, part of prayer is actually slowing it down enough and not talking and actually listening to him, right? So part of prayer is actually being quiet, being still, and allowing God to speak to us. So for me I've never heard the audible words of God I'll tell you that right I've never heard the audible voice of God but there's been times where I felt him prompt to do prompt me to do something I felt him say something to me in, in a still small voice I felt him I felt him just really push me in a certain direction and it'll happened because I slowed down enough to listen listen for some of us in our prayer time we just need to slow down and listen I want to challenge you to listen to God's voice and prayer hear him for prayer for some of us that means we need to make time for prayer listen maybe for you, maybe you need to just carve out like 90 seconds of prayer. Maybe you need to carve out 90 seconds within your prayer of not actually talking and listening. Maybe it's a little bit more, whatever it is, I challenge you to push yourself, stress yourself by listening to God through prayer. Another way we hear God is, is through his word, right? Through the Bible. Listen, read the Bible. I come up here every week and I tell you to download the Version Bible app. Again, it's not because we get a kickback from them whatsoever. It's because it's an incredible way to read the Bible every single day. And God's word is the Bible. He speaks to us through his word, which is right there for us at our fingertips. I, I want to challenge you to read the Bible. I want to challenge you to, to jump in. Maybe even maybe even listen to other sermons. Again, God speaks to us through his word, and maybe it's through sermons. Maybe it's through podcasts as well. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to, to listen to podcasts. I want to challenge you to, to jump in and, and just hear God's word through other things. Listen, for me, podcasts and, and books and, and sermons are an incredible way that God often speaks to me. And I know for many of you, it's the same. Listen, I've talked to some of you and you say, hey, this sermon or whatever I preached was, was incredible. And you would tell me something that God was speaking to you. And to be honest, there's been times where I, I had no clue that what that person heard would come from my sermon. And here's what it is. It's God working through it. It's God speaking through it. Each week, my prayer isn't that my sermons are great. Isn't that that I say something so profound for you? It's that God speaks through me. It's that you listen to His voice. Listen, we can do that. We can do that through sermons. We can do that through podcasts. We can do that through books. Another way for me is I I love running through the woods and trail running, and I love just to put a podcast or, or an audible book on, and I love just hearing it. And lots of times, I'll just have to slow down because I feel God's saying something to me, right? So I slow down, and I listen. I want to challenge you to listen to His Word. Another way is even through, through the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Because sometimes He actually speaks through others. Listen, for me, there's a lot of times that God will speak to me and it sounds a lot like my wife's voice. Right? But here's why. I know that she loves me and I know that she wants the best for me and I know that because of that, God can speak through her. Listen, who loves you? Who wants the best for you? Are you listening to the words that they're saying? Are they, are, are they using God? Is God using them to speak to you? Listen, I want you to hear His truth, right? Hear His truth. Hear His Word and then hold on to it. Right? Number one, hear. Number two, hold. Hold on to His teachings. Hold on to His truth. Again, if you go back to, to John chapter 8, verse 31, it says, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Right? Other translations actually say, if you remain in my Word. Meaning this, if we live it out, if we apply it, If we abide by it, if we make it happen in our life, listen. If we hold on to his teaching, we will experience truth in our life. If we hold on to his teaching, we'll experience the freedom that comes alongside of that. Right? If we live out and if we apply his teaching, what we're doing is we're putting on we're putting on the belt of truth, and we're going to experience that freedom. Listen, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to apply the Bible to your life, which means this. It means that you may need to read it a little different. It may mean that you need to slow down. Instead of trying to read so much at one time, you may need to slow down and just get a nugget of, of, of what you can apply in your life today. That's what I want to challenge you. For me, what I like to do is I like to do what's called the SOAP method. The S stands for Scripture. The O stands for Observation. The A stands for Application. And the P stands for Prayer. So I like to see a scripture, whether it's just one verse, maybe two verses. I like to, I like to see it and then dig into it and see what jumps out, see what I observe from it, then find an application point, see what I can do and put into my life that day. And then I like to pray about it, right? All right. For instance, again, verse 14 of Ephesians chapter six says, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, right? What jumps? How does that? We need to put the belt of truth buckled around our waist. And how we do that is we stand firm. We stand firm. So that's our prayer this week. Is God, allow me to put the belt of truth around my waist. Allow me to stand firm in the face of lies and the things that the devil is trying to say. God, help me to stand firm when I'm up against anxiety. God, help me to stand firm when I'm up against the worry of this COVID-19. God, help me to stand firm because of your truth when fear overwhelms me. That's our prayer. Yeah, that's what we need to live out as well. This week, I want to challenge you to hold to his truth, right? For you, maybe again, that means reading the Bible differently. Maybe that means putting some things into action. Listen, I want to challenge you to do it, right? I want to challenge you to hold to his teaching, right? That's protecting yourself from the lies of Satan. That's putting on the belt of truth. Again, the lies we believe keep us in bondage, but the truth we know sets us free. So I want to challenge you to hear what God's saying, hear what Jesus is saying to you, and then hold on to his teaching, hold on to his truth. Listen, I see us as a church, big C, right? As a body of believers, as followers of Christ, I see us headed into battle. And the most important thing we can do right now is to prepare, is to get ready and protect ourselves because our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the realms of darkness. It's against Satan. And we can win when we put on the armor of God. When we put on the armor every single day, every single morning, when we teach our kids how to put on their armor as well. Listen, you may drop the ball in in schooling from home this week, but guess what? You don't have to drop the ball in teaching them how to put on the armor of God. Listen, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. We're headed in for battle. And we need to be armed and ready. So put on the belt of truth. Hear his word and hold to it. And listen, if you're here today and maybe you've never made a decision to follow Christ, maybe for you, maybe the putting on the belt of truth is making that decision. Listen, I, I want to give you that opportunity right now. In fact, I want to pray for you right now. So Jesus lived a perfect life, died on a cross and was risen again for you. And all we have to do is accept Him as our Lord and Savior. All we have to do is accept His forgiveness for our sins and then follow Him. And if you're here today and you want to do that, if you're watching today, what we can do is uh, you can do it a couple different ways. If you just want to put the praise hands on there, we'll acknowledge that that's you. If, uh, if you want to make a personal decision and, and you want it more personal, you can actually private message Life Change through Facebook or there's a prayer request on the online version as well. But let us know that you made that decision. And maybe you're here today, and maybe God's challenged you. Maybe God's challenged you to, to hear His truth more. Maybe God's challenged you to hold on to it more. Maybe there's some things that you need to apply in your life. Whatever it is, we want to pray for you as well. So if you would, right at your helm right now, let us begin to, to pray for you with whatever God is asking. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you right now. God, we thank you for all those that are that are watching, all those that are listening, but more importantly, all those that you're speaking to. God, we pray for those that, that made a decision to follow you. God, we thank you for that decision, God. And we thank You that that You sent Your Son for them. And God, right now we pray this, that they accept Him as Your Lord and Savior, that they accept the forgiveness of their sins, God, as they, as they make Jesus their Lord and Savior, God, that You will work in them to continue to help them, God, to put on the full armor of God and keep them safe and protected as we go into battle. God, we thank You right now for, for everything that You've done. God, we thank You that we can have Your truth. God, that we can put on the belt of truth by hearing Your Word. And God, we can put on the battle of truth by, by holding on to it and applying it in our lives as well. And God, we ask that you will do that for us. God, we ask that you will help us this week as we move forward in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Life Change Church Podcast. If you were here today and you were listening and you made a decision to follow Christ, we would love to hear about it. Or maybe you're here and you're listening and that God is asking you, to make the next step with whatever that it is in your life. We would love to hear about it and partner up with you. If you would, go to www.mylifechangechurch.com and under the media section, please fill out the contact us information and let us know if you made a decision to follow Christ. Let us know what God is asking of you. And if you need prayer, we would love to partner up with you in prayer as well. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that it both encouraged and challenged you. Have a great week.